South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, let's get started with the Saturday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. This is Ralph Soraka. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino Complex on Las Vegas Boulevard, right on this fabulous strip in your gaming capital. That's for sure. And we welcome you to the show. If you're watching us, you're doing it, obviously, on YouTube and the South Point Studios uh, location on YouTube. And if you're there... Hit uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Love to have you with us. And it's free. Not a problem. It's free. So don't worry about it. And we welcome you to the show on this Saturday morning. And, of course, all of you listening worldwide on all of the other platforms we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone, your Android with the KSHP uh, phone apps, your cell phone apps, your device apps that you can get at your uh, app store and put it on your devices. You can hear us on the iPhones and Androids. Certainly, uh, wherever you get podcasting, we're there as well. And here in Las Vegas, our anchor radio stations. So you can hear us here in Las Vegas radio-wise. 
at uh, Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. So we got it all covered for you. We welcome you to the show no matter however, wherever, and whatever you get us. The weather is the big story in racing this morning. All right, now there, the weather is going to affect uh, a lot of the racetracks around the country. want to remind you that uh, when we get to the menu, we're going to give you the menu as it's happening right now. There could be cancellations. Here's the deal. Last night, they tried racing at Turfway Park, and if you watched the races, you thought it was right in the middle of the holiday season with all the snow coming down because they tried to run the races in the snow. They got the first uh, five in, and then they, they said no more, no moss. That was it. They canceled after the fifth race because of the weather conditions at Turfway Park. Now, that is in the Cincinnati area, so that's in the Midwest there. That, uh, that system has moved out now. Now we have that system that's making its way through the Northeast. And right now, they say it's light snow at, uh, at Aqueduct. It's snowing at Aqueduct, but they're going to try to run that card at Aqueduct today with the snow already uh, there. And uh, we'll see if it gets heavier or lighter as the day moves through. But they're going to run at Aqueduct in the snow right now. Uh, Jonathan Hardoon, where he's up in upstate New York, has got a lot of snow there. And so, uh, thank goodness, they're not running at Saratoga right now. As far as the south, we get to uh, Florida. There's a big system that's moving through Florida, so much so that we believe, we believe that they'll be canceling that uh, Daytona 500 uh, in uh, Florida on tomorrow and probably reschedule it for Monday. But as far as today's concern for racing in Florida, could be a little tricky at uh, Tampa and at Gulfstream as well. There's a big uh, system of uh, rain that's moving through the Gulf, uh, Gulf Coast areas of uh, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and, of course, uh, Florida as well. So we'll wait and see about the weather there. Now, this morning, had a chance to look at uh, the fairgrounds racetrack this morning as they were working out horses. The track is sloppy at the fairgrounds right now, okay? Uh, but uh, as far as uh, the stakes races are concerned, uh, obviously they're going to run today because uh, the damage uh, for the rain and all that has already been done there, mostly in uh, fairgrounds in New Orleans. But, they have taken two uh, of the scheduled turf races today at the fairgrounds already off. They are the early races. But what they're going to do is they're going to keep the stakes races on the turf on the turf course. So right now the track is labeled sloppy. The turf course is labeled soft. And I do believe it's the second and eighth races on the card that are coming off the turf. The rest of the races on the turf, by the way, are the stakes races. They're going to try to hold them on the uh, turf courses. Now, that's what's happening right now in those parts of the country that we have, uh, you know, significant racing today. As far as turfway, they're still set and ready to go tonight. We'll wait and see about that. The other racetracks, no other cancellations on the board right now. But the weather, as it moves through those areas throughout the day, could cause a lot of... uh, uh, differences as far as changing track conditions and or taking races off the turf and or even a cancellation. But that's what it is right now. Now, as far as Southern California is concerned, uh, you know that uh, Southern California, Santa Anita, is scheduled to run a special card on President's Day Monday. It's coming Monday, President's Day. They had a special holiday card scheduled for that day at Santa Anita. They also had it scheduled for Golden Gate. They have already canceled the races on Monday. President's Day at Golden Gate because they didn't have enough horses to enter into that card. So they're not running on Golden Gate on President's Day. In Southern California, <clears throat> excuse me, 
what they did was they were taking entries for Monday's races, for the races on Monday uh, for President's Day at Santa Anita yesterday. They halted taking those races at the entry box yesterday, halfway through the day, for the entries for the card on Monday because they wanted to gauge the weather conditions there for Monday. We understand that the Weather Service has indicated there's about 80 to an 85% chance of rain in the Arcadia area for Monday. So they're going to wait until this morning to reopen the entries for Monday's card, and we will wait and see what kind of decision they make for Monday at Santa Anita. So the weather is playing a big part of uh, conditions and uh, racing all over uh, the major uh, you know, racing outlets uh, today and, of course, uh, through the holiday Monday. So that's the latest there. As far as here in Las Vegas, Nevada, we're doing okay. It's overcast. It's overcast outside, but it's 48 degrees, which at this time of the morning, uh, as of late, is, is, is pretty good uh, temperature for us. So we're at 48 right now. We're going to get up to 69 uh, by tomorrow. They say we're going to top out at 65 today with overcast skies, but uh, no rain, significant chances of rain here in Las Vegas. So that's what we got right now, okay? Uh, also, remember the Kentucky Derby uh, Future Book Pool is already underway. It started yesterday. And, of course, the Kentucky Derby leaderboard uh, prep races today. Of course, there's two of them. The Risen Star at the fairgrounds has, has assembled uh, a deep, field of very contentious leaderboard horses for the Kentucky Derby today. The most competitive Kentucky Derby prep up to this time today. It's the Risen Star at uh, the fairgrounds. And of course, at Sunland Park, they'll have the Sunland Derby later on with 20 Kentucky Derby points there. As far as the Kentucky Oaks is concerned, you got one race with a 50 uh, points for the leaderboard for the Kentucky Oaks today. That is also at the fairgrounds. It is the Racial Alexandria and uh, we're, we'll be covering those. I'm going to cover all of those uh, stakes races at the fairgrounds with Jonathan Hardoon coming up after our first break. Jonathan is with us. So is uh, Rich Ang. We'll have, of course, uh, John Lendo giving us the latest on what's going on in Southern California. And, of course, uh, Jerry Jackowitz as well. we got a busy show on this Saturday, so don't go away. We will be right back. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Moving along on the Race Day Las Vegas show, take a look, quick look at what happened yesterday. Yesterday at Aqueduct, Jonathan Hardoon gave us a winner in the sixth race. Gum Island gummed up the rest of the field and won. Gum Island paid $6.70 in a depleted field of horse, uh, horses in that race. In that particular race, there were uh, three scratches on the card. i got to tell you, 
67 horses entered yesterday at Aqueduct. 16 late scratches on the card. All right, 16. 13 of those 16 race uh, horses that were scratched were vet scratches. Okay, so 23.8% of the entire card yesterday was scratched at Aqueduct, and 13 of the 16 that were scratched were vet scratches. So I'll wait and ask uh, Jonathan, what the heck's going on there at Aqueduct? In any case, the pick six was hit yesterday at Aqueduct, paid $101,989. Way to go for that one there. And as far as the jockeys are concerned, uh, Kendrick Carmouche had a couple of winners yesterday at Aqueduct, one of them for Linda Rice in the seventh race with What's Up uh, Barbecue. Uh, What's Up Bro, I should say. I'm sorry. Uh, And uh, one late note on uh, Linda Rice. Uh, Linda Rice, uh, she broke, you remember, a single-season record for wins of the NYRA last year on the circuit. She has dropped her appeal for a 14-day suspension issued by the New York State Gaming Commission earlier last year and will serve those days from March 3rd. So Linda Rice is going to get take a 14-day suspension. Uh, she's going to take it. She's going to drop the appeal. She's going to start her suspension on the 3rd of March. It'll go through the 16th of March, and she also got a $2,000 fine for that. But uh, she won a race with Kendrick yesterday, and she, as you know, will be uh, certainly winning a lot more races there in New York. Gulfstream Park. Miguel Vasquez won the fifth race with a horse called Platinum Rocker, paid ninety six eighty. Came back in the next race with the dead favorite and won it at $3 even. What a scope of uh, prices that was for Vasquez yesterday at uh, Gulfstream. Oaklawn Park, hey, I got to tell you, this kid Asmussen, uh, Keith Asmussen, is really turning into a hell of a jockey. He won four races yesterday at Oaklawn Park, all for his father, Steve Asmussen. In the last five days, this kid has won two or more races on each of the Oaklawn cards. Keep that in mind, Keith. Uh, Asmussen family doing very well at Oaklawn Park. And finally, at Santa Anita yesterday, here's one that you'll probably never see in your lifetime again. Certainly has never happened at Santa Anita. Two horses, big 37-to-1 long shots, won back-to-back at Santa Anita yesterday and paid the exact same win price. $77.80 in the sixth race, aspirational. $77.80 with order and law in the seventh race. That second winner was ridden by uh, Mr. Frisou, Antonio Frisou, who had a big day yesterday. He had four wins overall on the day. Trainer Peter Erton had uh, three wins on the day. And believe it or not, those two two teamed up for the second $77 winner yesterday at Santa Anita. Crazy stuff happening there. Leading trainer Steve Knapp also had a couple of wins. And uh, jockey Flavian Pratt also checked in with a pair of wins yesterday. But the big uh, big day of racing yesterday at Santa Anita for Erton and Frey Sue. All right, time to get started with the racing menu today. Remind you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone because that's uh, the Pacific time zone. We're in here in Las Vegas. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race and sports books here today, right here at the South Point. And if you're listening anywhere else on the multitude of platforms that we had that we welcomed at the top of the show and you're in another time zone, adjust it to the Pacific time zone. Don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here we go. Here's the menu of tracks 
right now as they stand today before any cancellations or changes. We begin with Gulfstream Park. A dozen races today at Gulfstream. The uh, Grade 3 Royal Delta Stakes is their $150,000 stakes race. Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up at a mile and 16th. 11 before any scratches. And the uh, favorite in that race at 2-1 to is Tizzy in the Sky with Irat Ortiz Jr. Gulfstream Park's first post time with a pick-six jackpot carryover of $182,892 is set at Gulfstream today at 9-10. 9-10 first post. The Big A Aqueduct in New York, as I said, light snow, 32 degrees. And so they're going to run at Aqueduct today. Ten races, a couple of stakes races. The Ruthless Stakes will be the seventh on the card. Three-year-old Phillies going seven furlongs. Seven to the post before scratches. Two-to-one favorite there is Shalia Princess with Manny Franco. And then the $100,000, the Broadway Stakes at seven furlongs for Phillies and Mares. Four-year-olds and up will be the ninth. Eight go to the post there before scratches. Two-to-one favorite. And that one is Can't Hurry Love with uh, Trevor McCarthy. First post time at the Big A at Aqueduct in New York, 920. Laurel Park has 10 races, four nice stakes races. The $100,000 John B. Campbell will be the sixth on the card. And in that race, the two-to-one favorite is Be Better with uh, Sheldon Russell. The $100,000 Nellie Morse will be the seventh on the card. Seven go to the post there. The even money favorite there is Hybrid Eclipse with Sheldon Russell. The eighth race is the $200,000 Barbara Fritchie. Seven furlongs for Phillies and Mares. Uh, four-year-olds and up, a grade three. Nine go to the post before scratches. Favorite there is Bluefield at nine to five. And the $200,000 grade three General George at seven furlongs for four-year-olds and up is the ninth. Seven go to the post on that one. And favoritism will be between post time at six to five with Russell aboard and Numsit's class at eight to five with Toledo aboard. First post time for the 10 races, four stakes races as well at Laurel Park is set at 925. Pick six jackpot carryover there, $6,124. Then we have Tampa Bay Downs. They're next with their racing today. First post time at Tampa Bay is 9.30. 9.30 at Tampa Bay. Pick six jackpot carryover there, $3,005. First post time, Tampa, 9.30. 9.30 at Tampa Bay. Fairgrounds, that's where all the action is at. Okay, the track is sloppy. The turf course is soft. The second race and the eighth race are already off the turf, rescheduled to the main track. However, the 10th race, which is the Albert Stahl on the turf, is still there. Favorite in that overflow field is at 3-1, uh, to, uh, to one, and that's Spirit and Glory with Flavie and Pratt. Pratt is down there along with uh, Joel Rosario today. 11th race is the Mineshaft Stakes, $250,000 grade 3 for a mile and 16th for 4-year-olds and up. Field of 9. In that race, 3-1 to one favorite is Best Actor with Flavie and Pratt aboard. 12th race is the $175,000 Fairground Stakes at a mile and one-eighth scheduled for the turf, 4-year-olds and up. A field of 12 before scratches, and the favorite there, 3-1, to one, is Strong Quality with Florent Garot. Then we go to the Rachel Alexandra. 50 Kentucky Derby, uh, Kentucky Oaks points there. 50 Kentucky Oaks points for the Rachel Alexandra. That's the 13th race on the card. The grade, through, the grade two at a mile and 16th for three-year-old Philly sees a field of seven. Five to two favorite is VV's Dream with uh, Brian Hernandez aboard. And then the uh, 14th race is the main event. The grade three, $400,000 Risen Star, part of the uh, Louisiana Derby Series, 50 Kentucky Derby points up for grabs there. Mile and Monet for three-year-olds, a field of 12. And the favorite in that race, lukewarm as it is, is Track Phantom with Joel Rosario. I can tell you this is going to be one hell of a competitive 
and deep race, this 14th race at the fairgrounds. All right? First post time is 10 a.m. for their 14 races and six stakes races at the fairgrounds. They have a regular pick six carryover of $3,196. Oaklawn Park is next. They've got 10 races. The $150,000 Dixie Bell for three-year-old fillies at six furlongs is their feature. And the favorite in the eight uh, filly field before any scratches is uh, Galea Princess at 5-2 with Christian Torres. First post time, 10.30 at Oaklawn. Sunland Park has nine quarter horse races. The Pepsi-Cola Handicap is the ninth and featured stakes race there. First post time at Sunland Park is 11.25. Uh, they got a couple of carryovers there. Pick five, 133 bucks. Super high five is $293. Then we get to Santa Anita. Santa Anita's uh, getting ready and starting to roll uh, here at 12.30. First post time is at 12.30 for nine races. Their feature race is the $100,000 Baffle Stakes at six and a half furlongs on the turf for three rolls. Seven go to the post before scratches. It is a very competitive race. The five to two favorite is Stay Hot. With Antonio Frisou, I guess uh, it's appropriately named for him after four wins yesterday. He's going to try to stay hot here with Stay Hot today. All right, nine races. Santa Anita has a pick six carryover. Regular pick six carryover at Santa Anita, 56,501. First post time is 1230. Golden Gate has seven races. Golden Gate has a pick six jackpot carryover, 76,788. Just seven races at Golden Gate. First post time, 145. Turfway Park, well, they'll try to go today. Remember, they canceled after the snow last night after the uh, fifth race. The $125,000 Dust Commander Stakes is their seventh in feature. Four-year-olds and up at a mile and 16th. Nine go to the post in that one. And the favorite at 5-2 to two is Shirley Furious. First post at Turfway, if they go, is at uh, 255, 255 at Turfway Park today. All right. Then you have uh, Delta Downs, eight races, first post time 315. Charlestown has eight races with a pick six jackpot carryover, 50,972. First post time 4 p.m., wrapping it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California. They've got nine races, one thoroughbred, five mixed breed, three quarter horses, and the quarter horse stakes race is the ninth and final, the $174,200 Los Alamitos Winter Derby at 400 yards for three-year-olds. First post time at Los Alamitos tonight is set at 610. That's the menu, if it stays that way. Today, let's go right to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, my man. we got to get right to it. Let's go to those races at the fairgrounds. I know you did a lot of work for us, and the first stakes race up for grabs will be uh, the uh, Colonel Power. Uh, that was the eighth race, uh, scheduled uh, at five and a half furlongs on the turf, now on the main track, so we'll skip that because it's now on the main track for you. And we'll go right to the Albert Stahl Stakes, the 10th on the card, uh, and an overflow field of 13. I don't have any late scratches there at uh, the fairgrounds yet, but it's a mile and 16th on the turf for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. What say you? Well, the number three horse in here, Creative Cairo, a six-year-old mare from the Lindsay Schultz barn, uh, tried, uh, ran very well, I should say, last time out at fairgrounds over this turf course. She's won, she's run well when there's been given the turf course. She's listed at 7-2 on the morning line, and I think she's clearly the horse to beat. All right. Jonathan likes the three. Creative Cairo in the 10th race. We move to the 11th, the $250,000 grade three mine shaft at a mile and 16th for four rolls and up. A field of nine. Again, we don't have any uh, late scratches yet. But the favorite in this race, and I'll tell you, this race is so competitive. There's nine in the race, and there's only one horse in the nine-horse field that has a morning line above uh, 10 to 1, uh, two digits. So this is gonna, yeah, there's going to be a very uh, competitive race. 
best actor is the three to one favorite with Flavian Pratt. Yeah, and uh, Brad Cox sends out uh, best actor with Flavian Pratt, and I think this horse can't lose here, Ralph. I think this is a single in your late pick five, all stakes pick five. There, if you get anywhere near three to one, that's more than fair. The horse uh, has run well in the slop in the past. The number three best actor, certainly the horse to beat. All right, you got it, my man. But I got to tell you one thing right now. If you key a best actor with any other horses in the exact and you hit it, it's going to pay off well because this is a very wide open field. I agree. All right. Next up comes the fairground stakes. Scheduled at a mile and 16th, still on the turf course, four-year-olds and up. And in this race, there are 12 before scratches. And, again, the morning line favorite is a three-to-one. And, again, uh, it's a strong quality, the three-horse. Yeah, and, again, this is a horse that tried the uh, fairgrounds turf course last time for the first time, and he ran the best race of his career. You know, uh, Mark Cassie doing well at the meet, six for 20, and you're getting Florent Giroux back aboard, and I think number three strong quality will be tough. All right, so far we went through three races, and number three is your selection in all three of them. So we got to pick, a better pick three. That's three three threes, right? There you go. All right, now, now we get to the Rachel Alexandra. Of course, this is uh, 50 points for the Kentucky Oaks. This is for three-year-old fillies at a mile and 16th, a field of seven, as we say again, no late scratches to this time. And the favorite in this race at five to two is uh, Vivi's Dream with uh, Brian Hernandez in that one. And she's going to be a lot shorter because number seven, West Omaha, will scratch out of this race. I uh, heard from the Cox people that this horse is not going. Cross Entry will go on another race on the card, I think, earlier. That being said, uh, Vivi's dream really lays over the field now on the figures, and uh, she will be very tough to beat. She will be odds on, however, deservedly so. All right, and uh, in this race, a uh, big scratch uh, that will be the uh, 7 West Omaha, so you like the 6 BB's Dream in that one. And then we get to the main event, the $400,000 Grade 2 Risen Star, part of the uh, you know Louisiana Derby Series and certainly a very important prep race for the Kentucky Derby, the most competitive and deep of the K- Kentucky Derby leaderboard points races up to this point. The Risen Star, a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds. It is the 14th and final race. 12 are entered in this one. What say you? I love the number four horse in here, Sierra Leone. Uh, this is a three-year-old called from the Chad Brown barn. This horse ran super last time out. The track at Aqueduct that day was a complete conveyor belt. Nobody passed any horses. This horse came from way out of it, took the lead uh, at about the 16th pole, only to have Doorknock come back and beat him. But the race he ran was unbelievable. Chad Brown puts blinkers on today. This horse makes his first start as a three-year-old. Highly regarded. They paid over $2 million for this Ooh. horse, and he's going to show quick dividends today, Ralph. You're going to get close to the 4-1 to one he's listed at. They have other horses to play here, but I love number four, Sierra Leone. I'll even give you a couple of exacta hookups. Use number three, Anna Marie, and number 10, Resilience, underneath. Four with three and ten. Now, I noticed that you talked about the race, etc., but you didn't mention the lukewarm favorite in this race, which is Track Phantom, which uh, has uh, pretty good credentials up to this point uh, with Rosario riding. Uh, post 11 at a mile and an eighth, you think he's going to get a wide trip? 
Yeah, and I think he's going to have company to join him today. No easy leads in here like he's had the last couple of races. Listen, he's done nothing wrong. He's really run well in his last three races, and two of them were at fairgrounds. However, I think he's going to be the favorite or close to it, and uh, I think he's vulnerable. Okay, vulnerable, even at the fact of, well, we got to use him. I got to put him in the exact anyhow. Go ahead, put him in. <laughs> you know. Rosario is always a late closer. I, I don't want to uh, get messed up with that, but I like your two exact link ups. Honor Maria, six to one on the morning line, and Resilience is a nice, juicy 12 to one on the morning line. By the way, Resilience gets the services of John Velasquez. He's going down there, uh, not for the crawfish, that's for sure. So we have in right. the 14th and uh, race, the Risen Star. Your uh, pick is Sierra Leone. Are you going to make that one of your uh, official selections on today's show? Yes, it is. Okay, we got that as an official selection. The other picks are obviously horses that he likes in those races, uh, but the official pick is in the Risen Star. Sierra Leone. All right, my man, any other selections, uh, picks for us? Yeah, let's go to Gulfstream, look at race number three, and I love the number two horse in here, Boldness, a six-year-old gelding from the Jose D'Angelo barn, Jose Ortiz aboard to ride. Four to one on the morning line, pick five, pick three, pick four, single. Today's third race at Gulfstream Park. Third race at Gulfstream, number two, Boldness, with a bold pick here. The two in the third race is Jonathan's pick at Gulfstream. Uh, if you don't have any more, we'll, we'll let you go. That's it. See you tomorrow, Ralph. Stay uh, safe and be well. You got it, my man. Thanks a lot. Jonathan Hardoon going <laughs> through those races uh, for us at the, the fairgrounds, that's for sure. All right. We're just rocking and rolling, getting along. Next up comes uh, Rich Ang, that's for sure. And then, of course, we've got John Leno and Jerry J. Interesting to get John Leno's take on what might be the weather there for Monday, President's Day. But we got a lot to handle before that on this Saturday. So don't go away. We will be right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas as we continue to cruise through this Saturday show uh, here in Las Vegas at the South Point Studios. If you've never uh, come to the South Point Studios, if you're listening to us on other uh, platforms that we have here, you, you got to try it out because you can see these guys and, and all this stuff here. It's uh, audio and video. It's at the, at the YouTube. Just go to YouTube, punch in South Point uh, Studios. You'll get to this site, and then you can punch up our show, and you can see the guys and listen to the guys as well with all the great graphics and all these things that we have here. And uh, if you have never been here and you come here, please uh, take the time to subscribe. It is free of charge. We're just getting a, trying to get a handle on those who are watching us. That's all. All right, now we're going to go to uh, Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Uh, and I even shaved for the uh the oh, right. today. Let me ask you this, uh, Richie. You going through a little bit of a, a NFL Super Bowl withdrawal this weekend? Oh, absolutely not, because uh, as soon as the Super Bowl was over and I was able to cash a few tickets, thank goodness, and hopefully uh, others out there had the same uh, experience, um, I've been diving into uh, college and uh, NBA basketball. March Madness starts in a couple of weeks. And, yeah. uh, you know, last night I talked about uh, San Diego State on the uh, show, Ralph, with yeah. you and the, the listeners. And, uh, you know, I put a bet in on them at uh, 150 to 1. I checked the odds this morning at that specific sports book. They're already down to 75. So I, I think some of the race day listeners might have taken heed and, and put a few dollars on them. How'd they do last night? They played really well. They, they led wire to wire against New Mexico, who uh, many consider the best team in the Mountain West. They were favored by six. They ended up winning by 11. And uh, it was really a terrific game because New Mexico, even though they were trailing the whole game, Ralph, yeah. uh, the, the coach Patino picked up a, a technical foul. Uh, it was done on purpose with about five minutes to go. Uh, they were down by 13. They made a huge run to get down by three with about two minutes to go. And then San Diego State stepped on the gas. But uh, it was a really good game by San Diego, and it showed that they can score the basketball as well as play great defense. So Now, I, I know that you do uh, the race selections, uh, and when you have a Santa Anita sheet, of course, uh, you have your race selections for all the races at Santa Anita. But you also uh, put on a simulcast play each day on that particular sheet that you have. Your simulcast play yesterday was at Oak Lawn Park. And it was uh, the fourth winner by uh, Keith Asmussen for his uh, father, Steve Asmussen. What a day they had yesterday. And uh, that horse, uh, Halo Cap, paid $10.20. So you get uh, some uh, simulcast plays uh, for Richie on his sheet as well. But Richie, uh, this kid, uh, Asmussen, he's starting to turn out to be a pretty darn good jockey. Almost looks like his his cousin. If you remember, the older guys out there would remember Cass Asmussen, which was uh, Steve's brother. Yeah, Cash is actually his uncle. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Keith has Keith's that uncle, yeah, but he's Steve's brother. Yeah, he's yeah. Steve's brother. And, um, you know, I was working in New York when Cash Asmussen was uh, uh, doing great in New York and uh, Wesley Ward. I mean, they had a great jock, jockey colony room. But he, I sent out a tweet that Keith just looks like Cash Asmussen in the saddle. Very quiet. He's a tall kid, real skinny. Uh, I'm a little concerned about... Uh, you know, Keith Asmussen maybe growing out of the ability to ride with the weight and stuff like that. Mm. But he's uh, certainly uh, very accomplished in the saddle now. Very similar riding styles that people remember Cash Asmussen, who had a great career in the U.S. and also in France. That whole family tree is just uh, so good horseman in every aspect. And, and of course, uh, if he gets too uh, big to ride, he can always step in and be his, his assistant to his father, who's doing, who's doing well. As a matter of fact, the, uh, the winningest trainer, that's for sure. 
All right. Do you have a thought at all about the uh, big race at the fairgrounds, the Risen Star today? I thought Jonathan did a terrific job uh, capsuling the race. Uh, Sierra Leone's pick uh, has as high a ceiling as any three-year-old out there at this point in time, Ralph. I mean, this is the sky's the limit for this horse. But uh, if I would offer a, a, another horse to kick in the into the mix for vertical bets and stuff like that, uh, look at the number eight, Catching Freedom. Brad Cox has so many three-year-olds. Uh, he has a bunch at Oaklawn, and this horse won the Smarty Jones last time out. But he's got to filter them out. He can't run, you know, three, four, five horses against each other. So he shipped this horse to fairgrounds. But uh, number eight, Catching Freedom, I would suggest to throw on your tickets along with Sierra Leone. All right, we're going to put him in that exacta with Jonathan's horse as well. Maybe we do a little boxing going on there. All right, uh, Richie, uh, let me have a horse at Santa Anita off of your sheet, and we'll let you go. Yeah, quick comment about that horse I gave out yesterday, Elector. Uh, you know, if people saw the race, uh, Hector Berrios opened up like a 15-length lead down the backside. And, you know, I, I just got a question, Ralph. Why a jockey, we have the speed in the race, why you need to open up such a huge lead, such an advantage, when maybe if you were leading by three, four, five lanes, you could save some horse for the stretch run. So uh, that's just an I, I, <laughs> editorial. I I would think, uh, you know, that is uh, the the, uh, the observation that we would have watching the race, but we don't know if by, uh, you know, for him hustling the horse out of the gate and trying to get the lead, which he did, that the horse might have run off on him. He might not be able to get him back, so he said just let him go because once you get a horse running uh, at that speed, if you try to bring him back and fight him, you're taking more energy out of the horse and fighting him than just letting him go and see if you can relax him later on. But that, uh, that was an observation of mine as well. We'll get the job done today, though, Richie. Race two at Santa Anita. It's a, a maiden claiming and a horse dropping down from maiden special weight to maiden claiming for the first time. Is number seven, Final Storm. This horse has run a couple of speed figures, probably fast enough to beat these. But if he improves one step, he's the winner. So let's go with number seven, Final Storm. Five to two in race two. All right, second race starts off the early uh, pick four, and it's the second in the sequence of the early pick five. Second race, number seven, final storm. Uh, let's hope uh, it uh, is only apropos for the name of the horse and not the weather there. In the second race, the seven, final storm is your selection at Santa Anita. The rest right now available at the racedaylasvegas.com website. And, of course, he has that simulcast play as well. Hey, thanks a lot, Richie. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, one final segment to go. You know our closing act. It's John and Jerry, so don't go away. We will be right back on this fast-moving Saturday race day show. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching us on the South Point Studios uh, position on YouTube. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
And don't forget, if you're watching the South Point feed on YouTube, we've got some great uh, other shows here. Look at the lineup after us, Wednesday through Sunday. We're on from 7 to 8 a.m. But you've got uh, Punchlines with Frank Nicotero. He's always got interesting guests, etc. He's really great to watch from uh, noon to 1 o'clock, five days a week Pacific time. And, of course, Sports by the Book, seven days a week, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday, 8.30 to 10 a.m., They'll be following us right after we're closing shop here at about 8 o'clock. Watch them all. They're great shows. Trust me. All right, now let's go to John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, first of all, what's happening in Southern California as far as Monday? Uh, we'll find out, Ralph. Uh, you know, yesterday uh, when they were drawing entries for Monday, they had about six races that would have been good enough to fill and go, uh, but they just called it off, you know, late in the morning. Uh, you know, the reason given to the public is that uh, they want to take a look. And there is rain scheduled for Monday. It looks like an 80% chance of rain. Uh, so we'll have to see. Uh, but they will try and re-enter today if everything goes according to plan. And uh, if that's the case, then we'll draw and get a quick turnover to get everything ready as far as, you know, the print editions of Daily Racing Form and everything else. So they've got to get it done early today. But we'll see. You know, I'm a little skeptical uh, about whether we're going to run on Monday or not, to be honest with you. All right. Well, they stopped uh, taking entries because they wanted to gauge the weather. So I guess it's going to be the weather is going to be uh, the, the key factor in whether they open up uh, the entries anymore or not. Right. That will be it. And like I say, nothing's changed. I mean, it, for a week now, we've had about the same uh, forecast for Monday, a, a pretty good chance of rain. All right, so we'll know by tomorrow, and you will give us uh, the latest on what's going on for Monday, President's Day. We won't have a show, but they already canceled Golden Gate because they didn't have a, a lack of uh, horses for the entries to make that card up there. And now the weather may be uh, canceling uh, Monday at Santa Anita as well. But they're racing today at Santa Anita. And before we get to that, a quick look at the Rebel and your uh, observations. You know, I, the, the the wet track is going to be interesting because a lot of those horses have not tried it. Uh, I tell you what, uh, the day the track phantom won the first prep race down there at the fairgrounds on the undercard Hall of Fame for the same trainer, Steve Asmus, and I thought he was super impressive coming up a narrow opening up the rail, and he ran away, and I think he'll love a mile and eighth. The only question for me is if he will like a wet track, but he ought to fall into a good stocking trip in there. He's the play for me if I can get that five to one. I thought I think Honor Marie will get overlooked in there, and like uh, uh, John Hardoon said, you know, Sierra Leone is, Leone is the one everybody's going to be watching. The big price tag against the bias last time, uh, but you know I don't really like changing equipment coming off the layoff and trying to figure something out. Mm -hmm. I want a horse that's sitting right on top of a good race right now. Well, all I can say is my exacta box is starting to uh, branch out a little bit now. Now i got to throw your horse in there, the seven-horse Hall of Fame. Uh, and uh, you're right. Uh, this suggests that this race is wide open. It could be, in the end, the horse that likes the, uh, the, the course, the, the, the track conditions, and uh, the trip in that race. But uh, it's going to be a good race. All right, back at, oh, San back at San Nita. $77.80 strikes twice. Wow. <laughs> See, you mentioned Chalk the day before, yep. and they're going to say, well, wait, take this with you. And yeah. How about the, the late pick five, $58,000? And we've got a pick six carryover, which is great. Yeah, we sure do. And, of course, I want to remind everybody that John Lindo's Lindo Report, for all the races today at Santa Anita, plus the coast-to-coast -coast pick five that will encompass the 10th at Gulfstream and the 11th at Gulfstream, then the 5th at Santa Anita, then back to Gulfstream for the 12th and final race, the 7th at Santa Anita, a suggested uh Coast to Coast Pick 5 
is also available on the sheet. One comprehensive sheet with a suggested late pick for it, Santa Anita, and all the goodie information. That's right now here at the South Point, only at the South Point, free of charge, complimentary exclusively here at the South Point because they love horse players here, and they sure do like uh, John Lindo. They love John Lindo's sheet as well as, as well as we do. John, you got a winner for us today? Let's go to race three at Santa Anita, Ralph. In the third race, I like the way that number eight Shady Star or Shady Tiger, excuse me, broke his maiden on the dirt last time at Santa Anita. In his debut, he handled the turf just fine when he ran second. He's an improving horse. He used an outside stocking trip last time to win. He's going to get the same trip today. There's a lot of speed drawn to his inside. I just think he sits out three or four wide and stocks the speed and runs them all down under Juan Hernandez. Three to one on the morning line, number eight, Shady Tiger, right back today, third race, Santa Anita. All right, third race at Santa Anita today. Your selection is the eight, Shady Tiger. Now, Rich gave me a horse in the second race, so we're paring down singletons in two out of the five races in the early pick five and early pick four. You like the eight, Shady Tiger, in the third third uh, off the lender report, that's for sure. John, before I let you go, um, you know, we're talking about uh, the unusual happenings yesterday at uh, Santa Anita, but it, it was really shocking to see Antonio Frisou, who had uh, four wins on the card yesterday, and uh, trainer Peter Erton, who's always got live horses running, that they would combine for one of the $77.80 horse. How the heck did that horse get off at that price? They missed it. I think he was 12 to 1 on the program, so he wasn't an impossible number there, but uh, he just got overlooked in the wagering. And uh, that is a very, very solid jockey-trainer combination. Peter Erden's been using Antonio Frizu more and more. Obviously, it's working, and uh, this is a horse that's been on the dirt a lot, but earlier in his career, he was a good turf horse. Uh, Erden claimed him, moved him back to the grass, and he moved forward. And, and uh, you know, those that were smart enough to fi- find it got a huge overlay mutual. Yeah, no question about that. And the winner, the first $77.80 winner, uh, the connections are not as familiar to race players as uh, many of the other connections are. But that horse, Aspirational, saved every inch of ground known to man. He rode the rail from the time they opened the gate, and he rode the rail around the turn, and he rode the rail right up the, uh, the stretch to win the race coming up the rail. And I think making that trip was the difference between winning and losing. But in, in addition to that, there wasn't a straw in his path at any time down the rail and in the entire race. That was amazing. Yeah, it was a slow race. He had the absolute perfect trip, and you need that kind of luck if you're going to pull a 37-to-1 surprise. But you know what? Uh, give a little credit to jockey Ricardo Ramirez. This is a guy that does his trade most of the time at Los Alamitos at mm-hmm. night. He can ride. He's one up here. He rides a lot for Jesus Urango when he comes to Santa Anita. But he's a good rider, and he gives you 100% every time. And uh, he should know about riding the rail on tight turns at Los Alamitos, that's for sure. You learned that pretty quick over there. You sure do. That's uh, And Peter Erton, what a, what a day he had, and Frey Sue, uh, what a day they had. I guess when the, the cat's away, the mice will play, because uh, Rosario and Pratt are in, uh, in, in uh, Louisiana today at the, the fairgrounds to ride there. A quick thought, did you take any look at the Rachel Alexandra before we let you go? I did. I'm interested in watching the comeback of Intricate. This is a filly that got better and better last year for Brandon Walsh, who got off to a slow start this year. I think Walsh is just starting to run his better horses now. I think he's going to go on a run, and this is the kind of filly that could help him get started. I don't know where the ceiling is here. and I think I'm a little bit against Vivi's Dream, who didn't run her best race on a wet track in her only start on a wet track. So if the track is still wet, Intricate for me and the Rachel Alexandra. 
All right. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate you taking a look all over the country. That's for sure. It's starting to get good now as we head into uh, maybe uh, 10 weeks uh, coming up uh, for the Kentucky Derby on the first Saturday of May. And you and Jonathan will be here at the South Point for our annual Kentucky Derby seminar the Friday night before the Kentucky Derby and right after the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, thanks a lot, John. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah it's a great time, and uh, you get that whole ballroom to set up shop and yeah. uh, play the races all day. Yeah, it's great. It really is. Uh, it's going to be fantastic, and we invite everybody to put it on your calendar now. Be with us on the Friday before the Derby and Saturday the Derby itself here at the South Point. Uh, and the people who are at the Super Bowl party know very well they treat you just great here at the South Point. Thanks a lot, uh, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Ralph. Good luck today. And don't forget that Linda report available right here at the South Point. All right, let's go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. They say it's light snow at Aqueduct. What say you? I don't know. Light snow sounds right to me. <laughs> okay. Um, it does. One, I will say this, that when you have these light snow, it usually doesn't... It doesn't make a difference in the in the going unless it gets a little heavier and it gets a little wet. So. Well, we know there's should be all right. We know there's been a front going through that uh, portion of the country. At uh, you know, they canceled the races with heavy snow at uh, Turfway Park halfway through the uh, racing last night, and we know that uh, down south there's sloppy tracks there. Uh, but uh, light snow at uh, Aqueduct should be no problem. That's for sure. It seemed to yeah, me. Anything... Yeah, go ahead. Now, I was just going to say, it seemed to me yesterday, there were a lot of horses that whatever the composure of the racetrack was in, in its uh, period of drying out or getting wet again, et cetera, whatever it was, there were a lot of horses winning by train lengths yesterday at, at uh, Aqueduct. Yeah, um, I'm going to be going through that to check for biases pretty carefully a little later on today. Um, you know, sometimes... Um, you know, you get a kind of track that a lot of horses can't handle, and all of a sudden one horse looks fanta- unbelievably fantastic because he could handle the going when the other horses just didn't like it. So usually that's in some sort of like goodish, you know, track that's sort of a good track. It's somewhere, it's not fast, it's not muddy, and it can be a tricky track. So sure, that happens. Jerry, let me ask it's you. Th- horse racing. Let me ask you this. How do you, how do you assess you said you're going to take a look at it. Do you use video along with anything else to assess and sit there and say, wait a minute, this track all day uh, had this type of bias or or it didn't and those horses were just better than the others? So how do you assess that when you put your numbers on these horses that ran yesterday uh, in their next starts? Well, yeah, sure. Video is, is, is useful, but it's really more useful using charts and, and past performances. But... Um, the, the trick is not to worry about the winner so much. You really worry about what happened with the second, third, and fourth horse and see how they behave. Okay. And when you start to see a pattern, then you kind of, from them, get the uh, get the sense. You know, it's very possible for, you know, nine races to occur and for nine horses to go wire to wire and for all nine of those horses to be the best horse in the race. That's extremely po- – I mean, that's possible. It's sort of a low probability that it's very possible. So just because a horse went wire to wire doesn't mean it's a speed favoring track. Uh-huh. Just because a horse closed doesn't mean it's a closing track. It it probably has to do with other horses who are are sort of stuck on the on the merry go round. We've heard that term before. But sure. why aren't the other horses closing and doing other things? That's you know that's okay. where you get the uh, statistical pattern. 
Okay, now, uh, you know, you all often talk on your sheet about uh, pop-out key horses, V-horses, or value horses, and the stars. But I noticed on the Jerry J's Power Page Plus, no stars on any horses today at Aqueduct. It's one of those things. It's just yeah. the way it goes. Um, all know, right. Horses have to have a form cycle. You're getting a lot of spacing in the races now, so sometimes you won't see too many stars on horses that have a lot of spacing in their races, so... Okay, time to get started then. We'll go to Aqueduct. Uh, you do have a feature play today there, that's for sure. Yeah, we're going to switch also for that because there's two scratches in the fourth race. I'm going to give the feature play out to you, but do what you want with it. The loose. Um, it just don't. Um, he's the sixth horse in the fourth race. I just think he's going to be really short and not worth giving out on the show now that there's the two. Two main contenders are scratched, sort of took the fun out of the race. Yes, absolutely. So in, in that in, in that race, the sixth race, uh, number four, Iron Man, uh, is uh, scratched. And that was uh, uh, in the... Uh, no, it's Irish Jackson. I'm sorry, and, uh, Irish, Irish Jackson, the four Irish Jackson. But the two, My Town, My Rules, uh, was seven to five on the morning line. I think that's the one you're talking about. Your horse was seven to two, the feature play, anyhow. So right. uh, we'll throw that out. Right. Maybe uh, use it as a singleton in the uh, race over race place. Well, you know, maybe, but you have yeah. to remember, Secretariat didn't win every race, and he was always overwhelmingly the favorite, no right. matter whether they knew it or not. So we will... it's not a guarantee. Uh, okay, let's so go to the fifth. Race. Wait a minute, in the fourth race, then your feature play was the sixth. That's all we're going to say. Okay, right, that's correct. Okay, let's go to the fifth race, number three. Red, oh, I red, over red, red DGP. DGP, right from David Jacobson, five to one. Uh, just a nice looking horse coming off a little bit of a layoff and uh, a little faster than these. I yeah. think he's a real decent bet at, at five to one. So okay. maybe down to seven to two. I haven't given it that much thought, but we'll take the three horse in race number five. Make a win place bet here. Play the three over the one, two, five, and seven. Do reverses. Okay, uh, fifth, fifth race, uh, number three, over one, two, five, six in reverse, three in the fifth. Go to Santa Anita. Yeah, n- number seven in the fifth race, Tahini for uh, George Papa Bedromo. I love this horse. This is a horse that's just bred to go long, has two sprints to get him sharpened up. I just love her, uh, love her for this play. First time turf, first time two turns. Five to one. Make sure you get like seven to two or better. I'll take the seven. Mm-hmm. Tahini. Good win place bet here. Play the seven over one, three, six, and ten. Do your reverses. But the seven, that's our feature play. And at five to one, a true pop-out key. All right. Fifth race, Santa Anita, the seven over one, three, six, and ten. And reverse. Don't forget Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Santa Anita and all of Aquac. Available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. Well, we zipped through today's Saturday show. A lot of great stuff happening and racing around the country. We hope that the uh, Mother Nature can somewhat be a racing fan today, at least for us. One more thing to say, Jerry saying it. Have a great race day. It's Ralph Serato at Race Day Las Vegas, morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas, online at KSHP.com.